Live from the headquarters of Ramsey Solutions, broadcasting from the pods, moving in storage studio. It's the Ramsey Show, where we help people build wealth, we help you do work that you love, and we're helping you build actual amazing relationships, not just TikTok and Facebook and Instagram relationships with friends that aren't real friends, George. They ain't helping you pay the bills. Get rid of them. Get rid of them. I'm your host, Jade Warshaw. I'm joined by the um, ever-lovable George Campbell. I love to see what the intro is going to be every <laughs> hour. It's always a journey. You never know what it's going to be. Ever-lovable is not something I've been called before, so you I know, appreciate that. That's that's what it is. Give us a call. You know, the number is 888-825-5225. George will give you great advice. He might get he might get a little snippy on you. I'm, I think you're more likely to get snippy. <laughs> I'll cut you with snark. He'll cut you with the snark. We're going to take a call. We got Kara from Detroit, Michigan. What's going on, Kara? Hi there. Um, I had inquired about long-term care insurance. Uh, One option that I was introduced to is called Variable Universal Life Insurance Policy with a long-term care rider. Mm -hmm. Uh, So basically, I could put a a sum of money, say $75,000 in. It would be invested in mutual funds. I could allow it to grow for about 40 years. Mm -hmm. When and if I needed long-term care, that would get multiplied by four, and that becomes the amount I can use um, for long-term care. So my question is, is this worth looking into, or is this more on the whole life insurance side that uh, you guys advise us to avoid? It is. It's more of the cash value, whole life insurance side that we would tell you to avoid. Um, But can I just say, I love that you're thinking about long-term care. Uh, How old are you? I'm 45. Um, I know it's early, but um, I'm just a little hyper-focused right now on getting all my ducks in in a row due to some... um, family storms that I've had. Mm-hmm. So, um, so it's just something I looked at, not, not really knowing when I should look. And then this was an option introduced to me because of my age. Yeah. Mm. You know, usually with long-term care that we suggest not even putting it into effect until the day you turn 60 years old. Okay. Um, okay. It, it tends to be pricey. Um, but that's the time where you want to lock it in. So you you would be early to the game on that. And in the meantime, just pick up a term life insurance policy. Yep. I do have that. Um, uh, so I really wasn't looking at this for the life insurance portion. It was mm-hmm. more for the long-term care. So um, I'm all set with the life insurance piece. I just wasn't oh. sure if I should. Who sold you on this scam then? Yeah. Well, I did. I haven't. I haven't um, proceeded with it. It's just something that was introduced to me. Yeah. But like, where, where was it introduced from? Was it a person? Did you find it online? I'm just curious uh, at, as to how you stumbled a, on it. Yep. Um, a financial advisor. Ah. Mm. Uh, Are you single? Uh, yes. Okay. Um, can I just ask you a few questions? Because what I'm thinking here is it sounds like you're kind of a savvy person who's trying to do the best they can with their money. Do you have any debt? I do not. You do not. Here's the thing. If you keep going the way you're going, you might be at the point where you could like self-insure through this. Like if you really, you know, by the time that that point comes if you're still you know unmarried or you know maybe you do get married and he's got his money in order as well you know you might get on down the line and you have a couple million in retirement and you're able to self-insure through this but i and and the way it's going it might be that way but i definitely wouldn't give my money to a universal life insurance for them to invest it at a crappy rate of return you know, where you could invest your own money the same amount and get a much better rate of return and control what the money is inv- invested in. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I think, what, I think what got me, oh, sorry, continue, continue. where they say, it, where they say it multiplies by four, I think that was kind of what 
Um, it's a lot of BS and empty false promises on their end, honestly. Oh, okay. Um, okay. You can do so much better investing yourself in the stock market through mm-hmm. mutual funds than any return. Because guess what? They're getting their fair share through the super high maintenance fees, um, all kinds of fees that are baked in there. And so your cash value starts to get depleted. Mm-hmm. And over time, that premium keeps going up, which eats away at your cash value. And so it's a terrible, terrible scheme they're running over there. And your financial advisor is actually just an insurance agent that's cosplaying <laughs> as a financial uh-huh. advisor. And so I would recommend uh-huh. you very politely, but firmly and kindly fire them and find someone who has your best interest at heart. Because truthfully, anyone selling you a variable life insurance policy, it has their commissions at heart. Man, that's okay. so true. And think about it. You're 45 years old. If you took whatever sum of money that you were going to invest in this and you let it sit in the stock market for the next 20 years, the the rate of return for the S&P 500 for 20 years has been about nine eight. What is it? 9.87%? Somewhere around there is the average annualized return on that. So that's good to know that that's what you could, you know, if you find the right mutual funds to invest in, that's, I would rather do that and have control over it than give it to, you know, some joker who's in insurance, but pretending to be, you know, some sort of investment advisor. Okay. How's that make you feel? Good. I mean, I want to know, I want to know the truth. You know, I don't want to, I don't want everything to just sound good when when I'm, you know, uh, looking to buy. Well, so, here's the good thing um, is we don't make a commission on this. We're just talking to you as good friends. And so I kind of feel like sometimes that's the one advantage we have, George, is we don't make a commission on yeah. giving you guys yes. the advice. And we're I'm, just I'm here so to help. I'm so glad we're on the front end instead of you calling us saying, hey, I took out a variable universal life policy right. with a long-term rider and now I feel like I got screwed. Help me get out of it. I'd much rather yeah. help you avoid it on the front end. Okay. You're doing Thank a you so great much. job. So just stay the course. Don't fall for any traps. You're doing so well. And they're going to use kind of fear-mongering tactics to tell you, you're not going to be able to afford this. You need us. You need this long-term care rider. You need this insurance policy. But the truth is they're going to eat up all of your wealth through fees and commissions that you are going to call us 10 years from now going, I can't retire because I put all my money into this stupid mm. life insurance policy. That's but, true. Jay, this stuff drives me crazy. And I've actually been working on a, a piece for this for our YouTube channel. Let's hear it. And let me just tell you what's going on here. So all of these universal life policies, they're now being pitched as wealth building tools. I know. On I TikTok. see it on, on yes, there's, I see it all the there's time. There's a blonde girl and she's like, you know, you're supposed to use life insurance while you're alive. That's why it's, it's called your life. It's called life insurance. And I'm like, that sounded just like her. Thank you. I do a great, I don't know what that says about me, that I do a great annoying female, <laughs> but there it is. So uh. these policies are often sold to the naive, they're gullible, they're vulnerable, yep. and they're sold by these insurance salespeople who are using the title financial advisor. Ugh. Red flag number one. That's a lie. Yes. I don't know how they're legally able to do that. Uh, and here's the truth. Wow. This is crazy. I found out Um the it's not regulated and so it's up to the states oh. to, to patrol this all of these life insurance scams out there and so they're pitched at, wow. with all these benefits right risk-free growth uh, except they lose value due to the fees for years before they break even so that they, there's That's a true. floor jade so they say well you can't lose money it's a zero percent floor stock market's down you don't lose any money mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but guess what when the stock market's up you're capped yes good point george so the market Please talk about was that up. The market was up like 28% in 2021, but guess what? You had that life insurance policy. You were stuck at 7% growth. Yeah, 7%. And so it's insane. Mm-hmm. So on top of that, there's these tax-free inheritance, except your inheritance is already tax-free up to $11 million. Infinite banking. Uh, you're just borrowing your own money with interest. <laughs> How dumb are you to borrow your own money with interest? Wow. Well. 
Don't fall for this, y'all. Run away. Term life is the only way to go. Invest the difference. Thank me later. Yeah, insurance is not meant for you to build wealth on. Insurance is meant to replace your income That's for it. those who depend on your income so that if you pass away, that you can still take care of them even after you're gone. That's the purpose of income or from of insurance. It's not here to make you, you know, Scrooge McDuck out here. This is the Ramsey Show. Did you know, statistically, when it comes to life insurance and protecting your family, that women are more likely to be uninsured or underinsured than men? This doesn't make any sense. Women make up half the workforce, contribute mightily to family incomes, and in many cases are the breadwinners and take care of their families 24 hours a day. This is one of the most overlooked areas when it comes to financial planning. Maybe it's a relic of the past, but a loss of income or the need to replace family care is equally important for women as it is for men. Single moms, working moms, and stay-at-home moms all need term life insurance. Rates are actually lower for women, which is why I send you to Xander Insurance. They shop the top term life companies to find the lowest rates available. You can compare rates online at Xander.com or call 800-356-4282. This is something every family has to deal with. That's Xander.com or 800-356-4282. You're listening to The Ramsey Show. I'm your host, Ramsey personality, Jade Warshaw, joined by George Camel. And the number to call in if you want to talk about what's going on in your life and your money is 888-825-5225. Now, here's the thing. I just want to stop for a moment, George, and say thank you to all the folks who listen to the show. Maybe you're watching it on YouTube. Maybe you're on that podcast. Thank you so much for listening to the show. We hope, we sincerely pray that this is helpful to you, that it's helping you move the needle in your financial situation, or at the very least that it's entertaining you, you know, on your drive, you know, to if and from work, else. if nothing else, you know, what does Dave say? Some say the advice is worth what you pay for it, but if you love the show, we just want you to keep sharing it. Look, we asked you a, a while back to start sharing the show, and I feel like we went from like number 15 or 17 all the way up to number 11. You guys have really moved the needle, and we're grateful for that. So if you love the show, like it, like click the little like button or the little check mar mark, whatever it is on your platform that you're listening to it, share it with somebody else, and just let somebody know how much you enjoy this show. We would sure enjoy that. And if you've never left a review, go ahead and leave a review for us as well. Um, but just know, make it nice, please. Don't 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 say anything rude, because George, you know, he's a pit bull. He'll he might don't come at me and my people. Yeah, he might bite your ankle on it. So I'm more of a chihuahua. That's what I'm saying, biting the ankle. I feel like a pit bull. Like that's aggressive and scary. A I, chihuahua is just like I ain't messing with that thing. All right, I'll be the pit bull and you be the chihuahua. There we go. There we go. So George, you yet again, you're. I can't help these. it. People send me this stuff on the internet and I go, this made me laugh. I want to share it with America and with you, Jade. Okay, what is you it? You have not seen this, but this is a headline that just tickled me. Angry Morgan Wallen fan sends the singer a $4,000 bill for a canceled show. So if you don't know, Morgan Wallen is a, is a big country singer out there. What's one of his songs? I couldn't tell you, Jade. I don't listen to that. Okay, okay. I just want to check because I don't know who the heck this well, is. I don't know, but he's a big country singer. Okay, he okay. was on The Voice or something in like oh, okay. season six, which again, I don't watch that show. So <laughs> this woman though, so Morgan Wallen, everyone's sitting there at the concert okay. and on the screen appears this message saying, Morgan Wallen has lost his voice. He can no longer perform. Get your refunds at point of purchase. Oh. So everyone who has traveled to this concert, paid all this money, is now very upset. Because they only get the ticket price back? They get the ticket price back. <sighs> And so 
One woman named Mandy, who attended the concert, posted on Facebook and tagged the singer uh, with her express wish to pay for everything from their outfits to gas. And so she said, since you're offering refunds, here's our itemized bill for you. And she listed out on her Facebook post Whoa. all of the expenses. We'll put it on the screen if you're watching on YouTube. Hotel, $560. Makes sense. Okay. Okay. Tracking so far. Gas, two tanks, 80 bucks. Okay. Hotel gas. Okay. Four tickets, 1600 bucks. Who's paying $400 to see Morgan Wallen? I truthfully don't know. I don't know, because I've never heard of the That's man. That's some Taylor Swift money, okay? $400? Uh, my outfit, 120 bucks. Husband's outfit, $218. Oxford Grill House, $235. Is that a restaurant? Cracker Barrel, $40. No. <laughs> Los Paraleros, $45. Rebel Rags, I don't know what that is, but That's I don't want to go there. clothing, I think. Because they wouldn't have the opportunity to go had it not been for the concert, $629. Drinks at the concert, before it started, by the way, $220. Morgan Wallen merch, $235. Whoa! Grand total, Jade, $3,982. I got to take my shirt off. I got to take my jacket off. Y'all, can oh, you gosh. imagine billing an artist for $4,000 for your own stupidity? And she put her cash app right there in the post going, I'll expect my refund tomorrow. Thanks, bro. Thanks, bro? Yeah, and she ended it with some, there's some expletives in there. It's a family-friendly show, but she said, my husband has gone with me to two concerts ever in the 17 years we've been together. Somehow I talked him into this one, and this happens. Well, she's got So she's what do you think, Moxie. Jade? Is she entitled to a refund for all of the other expenses outside of her tickets? Um, no, she's got Moxie. She's got some grit there. I'll give, it, I'll give her that. But here's the thing. Um... Yes, it would be nice if they gave a little bit more than the ticket price. Here's as a vocalist, I can say sometimes you just get You've laryngitis. Many times, I've had to cancel two shows of my own volition in my life, and I hated every moment. Of it. And one of it because I had laryngitis, and everybody got back their ticket price. But I just want to know, and can you guys put in the comments wherever you're watching? Do you buy new outfits? For a concert, I didn't know this was a thing. Do you buy a whole new outfit now? She's not on stage. No she's one's looking on at what stage. she's wearing, but she wants to feel cute. Okay. And all the, eating, all the eating out, they chose to do that. Morgan Wallen didn't tell him that they had to go to Roadhouse or Texas Grill or wherever they went. The most hilarious part is the cheapest expense on this whole list is Cracker Barrel. So <laughs> well, of represent course. Cracker Barrel, beating inflation out there. They're like, we're going to get our dumplings. We're going <laughs> to make sure we get our chicken and but, dumplings. You know, I'm looking at it like you paid for a trip that yes. you weren't expecting to take. Yeah, you, you did. Know? And you missed out on the concert. You missed you out on the your concert. Ticket That's... price back. But she's getting her ticket price back. So sixteen hundred bucks is back. Mm -hmm. So I think it's unfair to say that she's getting. She needs four grand back. She's already getting the sixteen hundred back. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. Look, it took spunk for her to 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 step to Morgan Wallen like that. But I'm glad that she did. It took spunk to admit all of that spending happened within a twenty four hour <laughs> period. I don't think I would be able to spend three grand in twenty four hours. N no, me neither. I want to know her budget and the fact that she called him bro at the end is. It's pretty special. Thanks, bro. Yeah, drinks <laughs> at the concert. I mean, what are y'all getting? Are they charging like $19 for Bud Light they're these days? They're turning up. Oh, gosh. That's a lot for me. So here's the here's the teaching out of this, okay. if there is one. Teach it. Uh, posting on Facebook maybe won't solve anything. Here's the <laughs> My question is, are people now going to send her money to her cash app as kind of a joke? And she's oh, now going to make like 20 grand. This is going to be a GoFundMe moment. So there's one. Wow. But number two, budget for your trips and concerts and don't spend willy-nilly like if you were on a budget and you spent that that's fine clearly they were just spending willy-nilly probably putting this on credit cards that's right and here's another teaching point because 
this reminds me of the folks who were taking out 401k loans to go see Beyonce. I heard about that. This you, you can't do this. We can't spend three thousand dollars on. Listen, on a, you want to spend that kind of money to see Queen B? You're gonna be you're gonna be broke. You gonna there be broke. Good job, George. Oh man, Dude, let's take a call. We got to take somebody's call. Matthew from San Antonio, Texas. Get us on track, buddy. Hey, how are you guys? What's going on? Hey, so I'm trying to figure out. Um, I have two high school kids, and I'm trying to figure out what kind of savings account that I need to set up for them for their future. I know you guys have talked about compound interest savings accounts, and I don't know where to find one, um, and I don't know how much to put into it, or excuse me, how much they are going to be putting into it, because mm-hmm. uh, we're trying to teach them um, better spending habits and things of that nature, because mom and I are doing uh, financial peace as well. Awesome. What so, are your thoughts? So this is for them to save money. This is not like college savings. This is just to help teach them about their own, managing their own money. Do I understand that correctly? Yeah, their college is already paid for. Okay. Awesome. That's exciting. Yeah. And that where are exciting. you guys at financially? Uh, well, we're in the Army. Uh, I'm in the Army. Mom stayed home. And uh, we're working on our financial piece because we have three mortgages. Um, and we're we're just getting started. Uh, we're a couple months into it. Okay. Do you have any debt other than the mortgages? Um, about 18000 All of our cards are paid for. Um and just credit card debt. Okay. And how old are the kids? Uh, 17 and 15. Cool. And are they wanting to have this discussion, or is this something you're wanting to teach them? Um, they're pretty financially driven um, with this day and age and this generation, so we're kind of pushing it towards that, and they're looking at... So when I told my daughter the, the potential that she has to be able you know, in 20 years to be a millionaire, she went, her ears perked up and she was like, oh, really? And I'm just basically trying to teach my girls that they don't have to be financially dependent um, on a man or, or Amen. anything. Are they so, working right now? Do they have of. earned income? Yeah. So one of them is a babysitter and the other one has a job. My 17 year old's got a job at a, at a uh, retail store. Love it. That's I think true. you open up a Roth IRA for them. And they can watch that money grow very slowly over time. And you can get with one of our SmartVestor pros at RamseySolutions.com. And they love teaching young people about compound interest, how to set this up, how to choose the right mutual funds. And I'm proud of you, man. That's awesome. That's Changing really your family tree. A 15-year-old opening a Roth IRA. Okay. Let's go. I love that. And their college is paid for, too, so they're going to come into the world with no debt. They're going to have so much money. They're going to just... Have run out of places to give it away. Man, Love what a it. wonderful world. This is The Ramsey Show. You are listening to The Ramsey Show. I'm your host, Ramsey personality, Jade Warshaw, joined by George Camel, fellow Ramsey personality. Uh, give us a call. The number is 888-825-5225. And we'll take your calls talking about your money situation, man. Maybe you're having issues with budgeting. Maybe your spouse is tripping and they're not on board with the plan. Maybe your kids, whatever it is, is going on in your money situation. Give us a call. We want to talk about that. Um, and let's go straight to the lines. Let's go to Bobby in Albuquerque, New Mexico. What's going on, Bobby? Hey guys, uh, I just had a question. Uh, actually, uh, financial peace saved my marriage about seven years ago. Wow. So, 
Uh, I owe a lot to you guys. <laughs> so cool. Um, uh, but yeah, uh, my wife and I, we, we've done your plan. We've been following it. Um, uh, about five years ago, I left my job, uh, which I rolled my 401k over to an IRA. Uh, my current job that I have, um, you know, I have a fully funded 401k. Um, I'm actually putting 10% on it. Mm-hmm. I'm also part of the uh, National Guard, which I have five more years, and then I get that nice pension. Um, and then, so my question, and we have no debt. Um, and my question is, that IRA that has been sitting there, I think we lost like 15K in the past like couple of years. Um, would that be better to put it against, uh, throw it against my mortgage? Cause we owe about 160, uh, left on our house. Last time, uh, we had it appraised during COVID. We got like mm-hmm. a 2%, uh, rate. Uh-huh. Uh, now we owe, uh, 160 on it. Uh, we get the Zillow or Zestimate or whatever home.com uh-huh. where they kind of measure it out. It says it's worth like 350. I'm all, I, 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 the way I look at it is I'm losing money on the IRA <laughs> and my home going up. Would it be good to, you know, cash out that IRA, take those penalties? Well, you, you didn't lose any money in the IRA. You don't lose money unless yeah, you take it true. out. Yeah, and that's true. it's not going to remain that way. It's going to shift and go up at some point. Okay. How I can't old are time you? the market, but I can tell you that it will. Uh, 42. Okay. Yeah, and that's what I've been thinking too. It's like, yeah, you know, it was just one of those things. I'm like, do we, do we want to pay off the house and be completely debt-free and, you know, just kind of ride off in the sunset on that? Or well, Here's the problem. Or you, you're robbing Peter to pay Paul here because you are severing your retirement account if you do that. Mm-hmm. You're going to have income taxes plus a 10% early withdrawal penalty, all to have a paid-for house, but now you can't retire. No, no. So this IRA um, is from a previous job, a 401k that I, that I had. I still have my current job, 401k, that I'm still contributing that's fully funded and healthy. It's still retirement savings, though, and you what would still be on the hook. What that would turn into if you just left it alone, you're going to be punching yourself in the face. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Now, here's the thing. What's your, what's your income? I mean, let's talk. You wanting to pay off your home is a good idea. Let's just talk about the right way to actually accomplish that. So what's your, what's your take-home pay? So I make about 140 a year. Mm-hmm. So how quickly then, can you pay uh, off one sixty? Yeah, and then my uh, my guard pay too. So that's another like ten grand. So I guess like around one fifty. All right. A year. So let's let's make a plan that you're intentionally paying off this house well before you know well before schedule. Now I did have one question. Did I hear you say that you're you said you have a fully funded retirement and you're contributing ten percent? Did I hear that? Yeah, uh, I'm my four hundred one k. Yeah. So on baby step four, we would say contribute 15%. 15%. Yeah, I think I missed that one. Mm-hmm. So I just wanted to th- throw that in there. Just It was just something I heard off key. But, um, oh, so, so yeah. So the other five, I'm sorry. So I'm, I have all my notes here. Sorry. Uh, so I also have a TSP, which is, I guess, the military's version of that, mm-hmm. which I do another 6%. Oh, okay. Uh, so that's military pay. Okay. So you're, okay. So you're at 16%. Yeah. Okay. Got it. All right. Thanks for clarifying that. But yeah, let's so with your income left over, how quickly can you pay off this house? Well, based on my estimations, this thing's gone in under three years. This wow. mortgage. Because what we do, I mean, uh, since we refied or whatever, um, we were doing the whole 13th payment and then we'd do like a lump sum uh, try to at the end of the year mm-hmm. um, uh, to try to get it paid off faster. But yeah, the three years, that's I would just put 
don't know. If you can get it on auto pay, so every month you pay your mortgage, have extra on the principal every single month, and then see mm-hmm. if you can up it for the next month and up it for the next month. Because if you can start doubling up on mortgage payments every month, yeah, could you guys do that? Uh, I think it's possible. I think we can definitely do that. You, uh, you've got to decide. But yeah, because my, my, my wife's a stay-at-home mom, and you know we send the kids to school, but like between like their uh, uh, college fund and everything else expenses, I mean, we I'm pretty sure we can double up on payments. You've got to pick the right place to feel the pain. You wanted to pay off the mm-hmm. home mortgage, which is a great idea. You were pulling, wanting to pull from the 401k, not realizing how much pain that truly would cause you. And now George is suggesting another idea that's, you know, maybe a little bit more intense, um, also intentional. And there's a level of pain associated with that too. Cause it's like, wow, you know, now I'm seeing how I I'm spending my money. I might have to cut back on certain areas if I truly want to get this home paid for quickly. And so just mm-hmm. understand you're, there's pain on both sides. One is a good pain and one is like a stupid pain. <laughs> so the the, yeah. the the pulling from the retirement, although you feel like you don't feel that pain, it's huge. But what George is suggesting, you're feeling that pain in the moment, but just know that that's ultimately the smartest um, solution here because there's no, there's no um, negative drawback of it other yeah. than just you deciding, okay, I'm going to do this instead of that. There's no penalty. There's no fee. There's no, I wish I had, and there's no, definitely no loss of interest. Yeah. And um, go, go use our early mortgage payoff calculator at RamseySolutions.com Cause based on my napkin math, you put four and a half grand a month towards the mortgage. It's gone in three years. You put five grand towards it. It's gone in two and a half years. And that will put some pep in your step where you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. Thanks for the call, Bobby. That's a great call. Um, yeah, I think that's just one of those things, George, I think sometimes people feel that urgency. They want to get something done really quickly in their finances. And it's almost like you're just looking for any other option. Any shortcut you can find, even if it means pain later, yeah. I'll take some some joy right now. But it's not the right way to do it. That's right. It's not the right way. I think we've got time for another call. Let's see. Uh, we got Kate in Charlottesville, Virginia. What's going on, Kate? Hey, Jade. Hey, George. It's so great to speak with you guys. You too. What's going on? I'm calling because I want to know if my husband and I can go on vacation in March of 2024. Thank you for asking for our permission first. We appreciate that. (laughs) March of 24. Okay. Are you guys debt free? So that's kind of the question. I'm I'm not sure if we're debt free or not. Well, do you have debt is money that you owe to anyone for any reason. (laughs) Okay. So really the only debt that we have is on land that we want to build a home on okay all right how much money do you guys have in the bank we have about seventy-five thousand in the bank wow what's left on this land land we we owe 208 we want to throw 25,000 of that 75 at the land loan make 25 of that our emergency fund fully funded emergency fund okay and then we have a little bit left for um i guess it is kind of like dead we're just we have money to pay off some work that was done but the person hasn't collected yet okay so we're holding back that 25 good for that person what's your income we bring home about 74000 between the two of us. I am applying for more work at this point in time after listening to you guys for awesome. the last couple of months. So. <laughs> What's the vacation yes. going to cost? 
We're thinking seven. Thousand? Thousand. Yes. A year from now, basically. Yes. I'm, you know, the land is your it's only... It's a music vacation for those music lovers. It's music. Why wow. Why going to be there? Lake Hopefully Street not dive. a Morgan Wallen I mean, concert. Here's the thing. You've got this <laughs> you've got this land. I think that in 2024, hopefully you've made more more gone forward with it and paid off more of it. If you're spending $7,000 on a vacation, make sure you're paying cash and make sure you've got that 3 to 6 months saved. That's what I would yeah. do. If it's above the emergency fund, it's not messing with your other goals. Pay cash for it. Don't put it on the credit card. Do you use debit? You don't want to be paying for this vacation six months after you've taken it. I know, especially if they cancel the concert. (laughs) This is The Ramsey Show. You're listening to The Ramsey Show. I'm your host, Jade Warshaw, Ramsey personality. Sitting next to me on my right, George Camel, fellow Ramsey personality. And as always, we're taking calls here, man. Your life, your money. Give us a call, 888-825-5225. The scripture in quote of the day. But Jesus often withdrew to the wilderness for prayer. I love that. Sometimes you got to go to the wilderness. Yeah, what, what was that from? Luke 5, 16. Mm. Yeah, I remember that one. All right, we've also got this one. It says, thousands of tired, nerve-shaken, over-civilized people are beginning to find out going to the mountains is going home. That wilderness is a necessity. That's John Murr. Is that how you say Muir? that? Muir? Muir? I got to get out more, Jade. I think that was shots fired from the team. I think it was. They're telling us we need to go on vacation and we need to go to the mountains, apparently. But I like that. Sometimes you do need to withdraw a little bit. Get some fresh air. Get, get a little of bit headlines. of fresh air. Um, and not to mention, you know, when it comes to kind of doing good habits and doing things for yourself, um, let me talk about this. It says, so you think you found your dream home, but before you sign those closing papers, make sure you steer clear of these common first time home buyer mistakes, navigating home buying with ease and avoid the pitfalls when it comes to buying your new home, sweet home. So this is how you do that. You need to simply sign up at RamseySolutions.com slash newsletter. And go ahead and subscribe to our Sunday newsletter and learn how to avoid making these common home buyer mistakes. Guys, subscribe to that. Every every month there's new tips, new things to just yeah, make your life an easier. An amazing team that's churning out super helpful content. Yeah. I'm like, Google it, bro. We got great stuff. Honestly. Sitting right there on the RamseySolutions.com uh, website through the newsletter. So check it out. Yeah, it's a lot of stuff. It's really great. It'll make your life better. It'll help you. It will help you learn. All right, let's go to the phone lines. Again, 888-825-5225. We've got Jamie from St. George, Utah. We were just over in the Salt Lake area. What's going on in your world, Jamie? Hi, so glad to talk to you guys. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Um, my my question is, are are we too old and are we dreaming too big too late? And the reason why I say this is because I have been binge watching and listening to everything Ramsey for the last week. And I went from gazelle focused, totally excited to absolute fear because we have absolutely nothing, absolutely nothing. We have eight kids. We've already failed the oldest three. Um, although I hope to be able to teach them these things too, but we still have six younger ones. Um, and, I, I like everything in me. I've, I haven't hurt anybody with like our, our place. And, um, I feel like I'm going to fail the budget. I've never done one before in my life. I'm mm-hmm. just kind of like, um, uh, 
I'm a stay-at-home mom and homeschooler, so I'm kind of like, are we too old? Are we too late? Is this going to happen? How like, old are you? Because yeah, you, you have the energy young. of a 17-year-old. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, I'm 40. I'll be 42. My oh, my gosh. 47. How are you still alive? You're a newborn baby. <laughs> you should run for president. You're so old. <laughs> well, it what, like who that. told I mean, you you were old at 40? Jamie, who told you that it was too late for it, you? Look, she's at home with these kids. She is feeling it right now. That's what it is. Yeah. These kids are running well, her ragged. Well, because I feel like I failed our older three already. We can't help them pay for any education whatsoever. Hey, you know, I, all hey we hold, on, hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I've heard you say the word fail too many times in this short period of time. And I want you to stop saying that. Okay. Nobody talks to our friend Jamie like that, yeah, especially I don't like that. not Jamie. Exactly. Stop using that word fail because life, we're learning out here. We're learning. Yeah. And also, there's like a 75-year-old listening right now who's offended that you said you're old. <laughs> okay. I know that's right. I'm so sorry to the 75-year-old. Let, let's roll this thing out because okay. we the, the goal is for us to debunk everything that you've just all the fears that you've just laid out. So let, let's look at the finances here. You got eight kids. What's the household income? Uh, we're at about 55 right now. Um, I'm currently looking for a job. I'm door dashing, trying to add as much income as I can while still being able to be at home. I mean, daycare is way too expensive sure. for me to go out and get an outside job. Okay. So how much is the debt that you guys are facing? Uh, 58000 58, What kind of debt is it? Give us the breakdown. Uh, we have 17.4 across seven credit cards. We have a $7,800 car note, 5000 in medical, and my stupidity, <laughs> 27000 in student loans. How much in student loans again? Sorry, I was writing all that down. Yeah, 27000 27000 in student loans. All right. I thought you were going to say a lot more debt than what you said, so I'm glad that it's fifty-eight k <laughs> because, look, here's the thing. It could be worse. It could be a lot worse. Your girl talking to you right now, I paid off 460000 in the income at the time when we started was 30000 So when I tell you all oh, things wow. are possible, all things are possible. And it might require you, it probably is going to require you to pick up some extra work whenever you can find it. And I'm not going to sit over here and act like I know when that is because you've got eight kids and I've got two. So right. whatever that looks like for you and your husband, there's you. if you want to get this done quickly, you do need to increase your income. And you can start okay. thinking about ways that you could do that. But in the meantime, you've been listening to us for the past few weeks. We're going to tell you what we tell everybody else to do. You got to walk through these baby steps. Thing one is you got to get that $1,000 saved. I don't know if you've done that yet, but put aside $1,000. Most people can get it done in 30 days. If they're selling things, going scorched earth, the kids, let them know we're eating noodles with butter this month. Like that's what that's <laughs> on the menu. Okay. And so that's okay. what that looks like. And then we're going to do, we're going to work this debt through this debt snowball. We're going to list them smallest to largest, not by interest rate, balance only, smallest to largest. So your smallest balance looks like it's this medical debt, right? The 5K? Uh, or is it a baby smallest, credit card? It's baby credit. We have like a two seven hundred to 1700 So Good. You'll knock those out real I, fast. Yeah. It seems like that is definitely possible. Do you all have any money outside of the thousand? I feel like you do. No, we have nothing. Nothing Absolutely at all. Nothing. Anything you can sell? Just a thousand. Uh, no, we don't really have many quality things. I mean, I could probably muster out, you know, four or five low um, cost things to sell. But other than that, not really. Okay. What's he doing for work? Um, he's a city. He works for a city locating utilities under the ground. Okay. Oh, okay. 
Yeah. Um, and I hope, I mean, I've, I've been looking for jobs like crazy and I'm hoping to be able to at least add up to 20,000 a year yes. from the jobs that I've been able to find. So, I mean, I'm no stranger to work. Yeah, that's incredible. I think if you can do that, you've got to do that. And, you know, I take I've taken this question a couple of times, even on my Instagram, you know, sometimes dealing with single moms or people who are really just at the brink. And it's like, OK, there does come a point where it's like you're doing all that you can. You've taken all the extra jobs. It doesn't make sense to do this because of daycare. There does come a point where it's like, OK, I'm bringing in what I feel like is the amount of money. And then you just got to ride it out, man, that at some point it's like I've just got to ride the train until I get to the stop. And sometimes it is like that. I do think you can get your income up uh, uh, more, um, but you might not, you might not be making 150 K when this all shakes out. You might be at 80 or you might be at 90, but keep going down that field and keep pushing forward because you might, you might get your income up more than what you ever thought possible. But here's the thing, the time is going to pass. So we've got to keep going hard. We've got to keep being intense about this. And it might not go as fast as you want it to go. You guys have eight kids and that's a choice that, yeah. you you know, that you, yeah. you've got to deal with. And so yeah. it's about finding ways to get that income up, getting the expenses down and just walk through this snowball. And at the end of the day, not taking on any more debt, drawing that line in the sand and saying, this is it. I'm not borrowing any more money my husband and I it took us seven and a half years Jamie to pay off our debt so I, I this this might be a journey for you but it's a journey worth going on because at the end of the day like I said the time is going to pass so go on the journey and go on the ride and, and get this debt paid off are you guys using a budget yeah um I for the first time in my life I've I did April which was a lost cause that I was just trying to look and see what happened in April and find mm-hmm. money and so I'm working on the May one to get that going is he on um, board with this this feels like a Jamie plan so far yeah it definitely started with me um, but I have been trying to um, tell him a why and he is definitely getting on board more each day good. Well, I'm okay. going to make it easier yeah. for you. We're going to gift you Financial Peace University for one year as well as every dollar premium. Yes. But I'll leave you with this. The best time to plant the tree was 30 years ago. The second best time to plant it is today. You can do this, Jenny. Oh, thank you. You got this. Thank you. Thank you. I actually really love that quote, George. That was, uh, she that was deep. It. It's not too late. But we got to stop looking to the past. That's start right. Start looking to the future. And you're not a failure. You'll never get anywhere with that kind of language. And that's for any of y'all listening. Be nicer to yourself and give yourself some grace out here. All right, that does it for this hour. Be sure to join us next time. And remember, when it comes to your life and money, you can tell me that you won't do it, but please do not tell me that you can't. Hey, what's up, guys? It's Jade. Look, if you like what you heard in this episode and want to know more about getting started on the Ramsey Baby Steps, go to RamseySolutions.com and click the Get Started button. We'll help you figure out the best next step for you based on your specific situation. That's RamseySolutions.com and click Get Started.